Hi and welcome to today's episode of Hope, Help, Happiness. Now, a couple of days ago, I identified what questions I feel I need to answer to help me understand what's going on in my brain so I can maybe create a better environment that will support uh, greater levels of positive emotions. And I came up with 10 questions. I started doing some research yesterday and I found articles on the many different causes of depression, which was quite useful and pointed me in the direction of a couple of places where I felt I could help influence uh, or have a degree of control over what was going on in my brain. So today I asked the question, what's going on in the brain when I'm feeling low or depressed? So this was the focus on looking at the actual processes that are going on. And the reason I've chosen that is because when I understand what the processes are, then I'll be able to have a better feel of what I can possibly do, or at least it'll help me target my research on what I can possibly do. So that's what I did this morning, is I started Googling what's going on in the brain. Now, there's a lot of stuff out there, and it's very easy to get overwhelmed with the sheer volume of information that is out there. I downloaded probably four, five, six articles that seemed to have a good body of knowledge and scanned through them. And what was encouraging was a degree of consistency about what's going on. I'm starting to see similar terms, similar phrases, similar issues. So it's starting to become more familiar with me. But what was very interesting was that the articles seemed to be devoid of any compassion about the human element of what is going on. They seem very detached and it was essentially articles about chemistry, articles about biology, articles about physiology. And not much was really being paid to, or not much attention was being paid to the human element. Um, now, I suppose many of these articles were scholarly articles written by uh, doctors who are focusing on that small part of it. So that's a degree, uh, I understand that to a certain degree, but it still seemed quite detached. And I was speaking to someone recently about the quality of hospital care and it seems that hospitals tend to focus on the symptom and they forget about the patient and the they're, they're treated they're described by their condition rather than by who they are as a human being and I've seen that in the past with family members who've been in hospital and the detachment that the medical profession have um, which is quite chilling sometimes, I suppose, but it certainly uh, doesn't make for good healing in my mind. Other thing that came out about what uh, I've been researching today is that it is very, very complicated. Um, I have no medical training, no medical background, and when you start seeing some of the chemistry and the complexities and genes and hormones and proteins and some of the terminologies, stuff I'm going to have to um, explore so I can help understand myself. 
what is coming clear is that the amount of information that's out there still isn't complete or thorough. Science and medicine are still trying to understand what is going on in the brains of people, uh, brains and bodies of people who struggle with uh, depression. And so at the moment, whilst there is a lot of information, they still believe it's not thoroughly understood. What was also interesting in going through the various sites was that a lot of the content is copied and repeated and so I was seeing the same articles on different sites. And with that, I started then to, to start questioning the uh, validity and the relevance um, of some of those sites. And also, what was extremely annoying is some of these articles were put on sites where there were lots of adverts in amongst the content, distracting me from my reading. Um, and that also uh, added doubt to the credibility of some of those sources. So it was a really interesting experience going through all that today. And I think what I thought was a relatively straightforward task of do a bit of research, find out what's going on, and then do things to support what's uh, to support a better brain chemistry. It's much more complicated than that. However, I did stumble across a couple of resources that. I'm going to uh, recommend. Um, the first one was a TED-Ed video, a short animated video, about four and a half minutes long, that is a very, very thorough explanation of what is going on regarding depression, what the options are, uh, both, the chem uh, both what's going on chemically, the co potential causes, the impact of that, and what you can possibly do about that. It is a brilliant video and I have, I'll put a link in the, in the show notes this episode, but I've already um, put it on my website at hopehelphappiness.com. It's there on the homepage for uh, people to see. It's just such a good video. Now I found the video on a site called mentalhelp.net, which is an American Addiction Center's resource. And I found it quite by accident. And what um, I was very impressed by it. So I started going through it and discovered some really well written articles, no ads whatsoever. All the articles are written by PhDs. And it's an extensive res resource. They're well written, clearly, clear to understood, and comprehensive. So I dug a little bit more into the website and their purpose is to provide online mental health and wellness education. Their hope is to spread awareness through advocacy of mental health by providing scientifically accurate and up-to-date coverage of mental health and illness topics. They say we intend to educate, catalogue and provide mental health information that complements but does not replace the medical advice of personal medical professionals. They've been around since 1995 and I was thoroughly impressed with the quality of the writing and I've again put a link to the depression part of their website on the homepage of hopehelphappiness.com and it's probably the only resource you would need to go if you are looking to understand 
what's there. Their depression um, section alone has um, the basic information has introduction types of depression. There are 10 articles there. It talks about related disorders and conditions. Um, it talks about the current understanding of it. There's a load of articles on the biology, the psychology, um, where that's where I discovered neurotransmitter information. There's lots of information about the different options that you have for treatment in terms of explaining the different types of antidepressants and looking at behavioral therapy as well. And there's even a good uh, a comprehensive section on alternative me medicines. So having gone to this, uh, having found this site, uh, well, so let me just tell you something else. There's also um, more information where they've got uh, links to all sorts of articles. I mean, there must be 40 articles there that are related to depression. There's a Q&A section, which I think is uh, where users can come and post questions. There are probably several hundred posts there with questions and so it's a very comprehensive resource and probably the only resource I, I suggest you need to go to if you want to get good credible advice written by professionals whose interest isn't to sell you anything but is to share information that can support your understanding of uh, any challenges you're facing and your uh, healing from that. So that's today's episode. I will get back onto my own search uh, using this site where uh, tomorrow uh, when I start looking at, um, probably going to focus on looking at neurotransmitters to see what I can uh, find out about that and how I can maybe influence those. So that's today's episode. Until tomorrow. <laughs>